Hey, After Buzzers, welcome back to the Hell's Kitchen After Show. That's right, Hell's Kitchen is back, and so are we. We're breaking down the season premiere of the current season of Hell's Kitchen next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I never there feel. You go, there you I go. just the gun. <laughs> I forgot about those. I love I, making Frank just feel awkward and make him dance. I have zero rhythm, and then you put me in a room with Robin McSweeney, and I have even less than that. No, you, you're good. No, no, no. Get out of here. Maybe Remember, you, you were doing this one last night. That's right. You're good. See, he's got it. Sure, there you go. Welcome, everybody, <laughs> to my awkward dancing and the Hell's Kitchen After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Uh, we're going to be breaking down the current season of Hell's Kitchen. Just debuted this past Friday. We'll be breaking down the season, the whole entire season. I'm one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter, at HappyGoJackie. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back with you guys. It's Robin with the V McSweeney here, and you can find me at B Stays Busy. And, of course, the man that, that leads this panel, the, the general... <laughs> Blast, yes. blast them, blast That's right, him. blast them there. The, the poet saint, Lem Gonzalez, he is not here this night because he just feels like, oh, I just, I can't do it, guys. He's, he's a hard worker. He's a hard worker. He mm-hmm. he bailed on us. Let's just be honest. He bailed. He no. bailed. So, he, so tweet him at the poet saint. Let him know how irritated you are that he's not this here. This was not my idea, Lem. I'm just going to that It's all there. my idea. Mm-hmm. I do it. Just do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in the meantime, folks, we're going to be breaking down, as I said, the entire season of Hell's Kitchen. So we'll start off here with the season premiere. And uh, did you miss Hell's Kitchen in its time away? Um, no shade. I'll start by saying no shade. But I definitely feel that I like Hell's Kitchen more than MasterChef. Really? Yeah, I do. I mean, it's tough because I see formulaic elements in both of the shows. Oh. But... Uh... I'm sorry, this is a really rambunctious fly buzzing around me. <laughs> Bees stay busy. No, I mean, I just... I missed Hell's Kitchen. I definitely missed Hell's Kitchen. I'll say that. I feel like Chef Ramsay is very, he's a lot more coy on MasterChef. He's, I think he's a little sweeter. Well, I guess this one you can really just unleashing the beast, I suppose, where he's just, he's just tearing into these people. I mean, he just knows that it's going to be like 18 weeks of him just yelling. Right. And this is, the stakes are a lot higher here. For MasterChef, you know, you get a chance to cook on the cruise ship or... These people have their own careers going already. A lot of times it's just a prize. For Hell's Kitchen, this is a career-changing competition. You get to actually become a head chef for a really nice restaurant. Yeah, that's very true. So I feel like the stakes are a little higher and the, the drive and the hustle I think is a little more potent. All right. Well, uh, regardless, I mean, any Gordon Ramsay is good Gordon Ramsay in my book. So All day. Yeah. All, every day. All day, every day. <laughs> So happy to have him back, but what I did not enjoy, though, is the way they started off this episode, that really lame, like, long teasing intro. I know. I was like, why are we doing this? I was wondering what what was up. I feel like they took a lot of time from what we could have seen from the first episode. Yeah, because it just was, like, just so drawn out. And, like... Guys, just start the episode because it's fine. It's fine. We we it's that's like something you do for me, like the first or second season of a show. It's like, guys, this has been going on for this is know. season sixteen. Yeah, so I think we get the idea how this one works. <laughs> <laughs> we know there's going to be a lot of bumbling chefs, and Gordon Ramsay is going to yell a lot, and he's going to punch a lot of food and throw a lot of food. We know True. that's going to. People are going to cut themselves at some point, and people are going to go for blows. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the U.S. military training facility opening? <sighs> Man, you know, it's always feel like 
I really was thinking of you for some reason. I don't know why. Because I feel like there's some of the tasks that they do for, for the Hell's Kitchen chefs. It's like, and, and they play it up for those little interview bits where they're like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm a cook. I'm not a. I didn't sign up for this. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> oh, that, it's, some of it is so staged. And like, of course, they're not going to go. You're not going to really go through basic training. You're not. So just just go along with it for a little bit, guys. I don't even know why. It's just like I didn't see many people breaking a sweat. Like that end when they're like, "Hell's Kitchen," you know, like they're running. I was like, I feel like they only ran maybe like five steps, Ugh. you know, just for that that moment. Yeah, for as much as I enjoy those things, if I had, was lucky enough to be on a reality show like that, I think those are the parts that would suck my soul away to do those like stage. Bits. No, Frank, you'd yes. be excited. They're all excited. They're happy to be there. They don't know what to expect. It's all about the thrill, no? Come no. on. You've no. worked on enough of those shows to know like what the deal is. I know, but that's why I'm trying to I'm trying to stay out of it from being behind the scenes all the time. And I'm trying to think from a talent point of view. Is it's exciting. You want it to be here. This is now you're here. True, but then all of a sudden they say like, hey, put on these military camouflage uniforms there and then just kinda of run f- five steps and yell and chant out Hell's Kitchen. Would you be like, What am I doing? What am I doing? I would be like, okay, I'm going to look cute. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm going to look cute doing it, okay? Well, we do find the one that guy that's getting a lot of heat thrown at him right away is Pat, the uh, culinary instructor Bless who's 47. Heart. But he's a culinary instructor. Yeah. So, so do you feel like if you're a culinary instructor, like uh, if you're ranking like good positions to be in as you're coming into Hell's Kitchen, you've got your head chefs, your sous chefs, your line cooks, you've got a culinary instructor, you know, just maybe somebody that doesn't have a lot of experience. What do you think is like the... The preferable, like if you were to kind of rank those, which is the best? I mean, I definitely don't think he's the worst, but I don't think he's the best. But you should know what you're doing by far because you are teaching a handful of individuals to go out into this world and feed other people. Do you feel he's, uh, so would you say head chef the best? Would you feel like a, a culinary executive? Instructor? Wait, is executive and head the same? Oh, well, Maria. I think, I think executive is a little you. higher than a head chef. I think, isn't it? It sounds like it is. Yeah. I, mean, I would executive. think the executive. Sure. Head chef. Well, well, well we that got, one guy is a head chef, but he's the only one in the kitchen. So, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say executive <laughs> chef sounds a bit more legit. But, like, a culinary instructor, like, of equal footing uh, as, say, like, a sous chef or line cook? No. I, no, maybe not, because when you're instructing, you ha- don't have the pressure. Very As true. most sous chefs and, you know, line cooks, there's a lot of pressure, and you may not have to cook with a team per se versus teaching people to, te- to cook in a team I'm thinking yeah I think there's a bit I guess there's a big difference in that and I think after watching this episode I really don't rank him high <laughs> I don't know if it's him yeah. personally or if it's that title yeah the but thing the expectations like- there has to be something there and he didn't bring it and I feel like with uh, Hell's Kitchen, like anytime they put somebody in their you know mid to late forties on the show, they're always kind of painted as kind of like the bumbling idiot, the Aww, fool. It, that's it, annoying. That does get a little tiresome. Where it's like, oh my gosh, we got to get rid of Grandpa out of here. I know. Yeah, and so. then someone said Fat Pat. I didn't like that. No, I mean certainly you know he's big boned for sure. <laughs> True, but still, <laughs> you start making nicknames that rhyme with the person's name. Yeah. Oh my God. We find that all the, the the basic training that they've been going through is just kind of an elaborate staging there for when Gordon Ramsay pulls like a Buster Keaton and he gets part of that wall to fall down on him and reveals there's a there's I an really like that part. There you go. Touche. Whoever's idea that was, that could have gone wrong on so many levels. And um, I'm glad everything works out perfectly. Gordon Ramsay, man, he's got, you know, he has to up the stakes each season. 
He's so fly. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He is. But the other part is we're backtracking for a second when the tank pulls up and he pops out the top. With his shades. Yeah, yeah. But like everybody's just like, oh, I can't believe it. Like, who do you think's going to be coming in this tank at you? What do you think? What do you think? Who do you think the chances are? Maybe <laughs> they just didn't think he would look so awesome in person. <laughs> I think they were just drawn on the. It's finally him. Like after them walking, having us walk on <laughs> balance beams and crawling under sh- stuff. Whoa! Um, now I finally get to see who I'm here for. Yes. I think that was more so the excitement. And then he just looks really good in all black. I'm sorry. Look at him. Yeah. Oh, hubba hubba, huh? Just all black, please. Always. <laughs> all day, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Lim Gonzalez in the build. I mean, not in the building. No, not not in the building. Not in the building. Probably in the bed. Sleepy sleeping. Yeah. Uh, so we find out, of course, that's all ruse. There's an audience there. And, of course, they're going to do what they always do for every first episode of Hell's Kitchen. It's, Signature dishes. That's right. It's kind of, as I say, like you on a plate. Right. Calling your calling card of Mr. Ramsey. Yeah, Chef Ramsey. I've got a lot of thoughts on these. Uh, yeah, so we start off, uh, our first round is uh, Pat versus Gia. Of course, the, the rule is it's going to be, it can be scored up to, from one to five stars. Mm-hmm. Whoever has the most at the end of all the cooks being judged, their team will win. And as usual, they're doing the red team, blue team. You know, after 16, just to sidetrack for one second before we get into the dishes, after this is the 16th season, do you mm-hmm. still like the, the, just the, the regularity and just like the, the sameness of having men on the win, red, uh, red team, men on the blue team, women on the red team? Would you want to see like them mixed right out of the gate and then continue no. on? You like it, men and women separately, and then they yes. kind of get, you still, after I do. I do, I do, I do, and and maybe it shouldn't be like that, but I'm always curious to know how strong my ladies are together. Like, there's this, there's this thing about women, you either tear each other down or you build each other up, and every time I see a team of women, I'm curious to see how that is going to play a part in them succeeding in the beginning episodes. Yeah, but there's a part of me that thinks like, well, you know, any any kitchen that you're going to be working in is not going to be all men or all women. True. It's going to be a mix. So why don't we ever mix it up right at the beginning? That's a really good point. However, (laughs) um, we know they're going to get mixed up. Yeah, they are, but it's going to take forever to get to that point. Except for like the except for like the one person whoever gets you know, ostracized or is hated on by their team, or whoever who's like a really like shining star on one team will get pulled over to the other team to lead. Yes, and then they fail. I don't know. Maybe I'm just excited for this one um, because I feel last last season the females were just all over the place and the guys were dominating earlier. And so I'm a little excited because I am a female and maybe I am biased and I'm excited to see how far the girls go. Oh, you're a female. I had not Yeah, you know. Oh, I interesting. Just, I want to okay. root for my girls. <laughs> Can I root for my girls? Got to represent. Yes. Can the girls be red? That's uh, dead. They can be because red. Because red is sexy on lips. I mean, I don't know. Uh, well, if you had to choose, you're not going to wear blue on your lips. It's not going to be as Actually, sexy. some women are doing that now. Yeah? Are you doing it? No. No? I won't. Next week, They're uh, doing Robin. black and blues and purples, and um, I digress, but yeah. Just for like regular going out wear? Regular you, going out. You're wearing black. They're, they're doing it. Hmm, they're right. doing it, Frank. All right. Uh, I'll tag you in a few things on Twitter. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> Thank you. Please do. I, I want to be. I want to be in the conversation. <laughs> so, getting to our signature dishes, they're going head to head. Of course, the red team, blue team, girls Starting versus off, guys, girl. which Frank's Frank's is That's against. Right. Oh, boy. Hey, it's 2016, guys. Can we just have you know? It's just like <laughs> the shakedown. <laughs> 
Uh, we have Pat versus Gia. And uh, Gia does some shrimp and grits. Kind of starts off the woman really strong with a nice four. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I, I feel like shrimp and, shrimp and grits, you're either going to do really well or you're going to do really poorly at it. And she's the catering chef. Yes. From New York. And so. then we've got Pat, our uh, culinary instructor, with the sea bass citrus risotto. Citrus risotto did not sound appealing to me. Right. And apparently it must not have been that appealing for Chef Ramsey. I mean, it got a three. So I, mean, I guess it's like just like, it's fine, but nothing like spectacular. Right. But yeah, I don't know if I think like, I don't know, do I want my, do I want citrusy kind of taste in a risotto? No. Mm, I don't know. No. Uh, then we go on to uh, Aaron versus Wendy. Uh, and uh, I know Wendy did a roasted tomato, roasted tomato heirloom soup. Yeah, that was extra, extra garlicky. Oof, yeah. Which for me, that wouldn't have been a problem. I love garlic. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't think of something I've had that had too much garlic, in my opinion. I don't think there's such a thing for me. But I guess there's a certain etiquette. If you can smell it before you get to it. <laughs> That's what it seemed like as the bowl. He he brought the bowls. I mean, he was just like. Well, I guess that's true. I guess maybe that's the difference. With for like, him. like knowing if you're just cooking for yourself, load up on that garlic. If you're cooking for others, maybe dial it back a little bit. Okay. Maybe that's the maybe that's a, the the. Because I love garlic. Mm, there you go. Why don't you marry it? I mean, my boo <laughs> doesn't like it after I've had it. And, no. You know, the breath. Oh, but what? If, but if you both eat it, then it cancels each other. Keeps I like that. Yeah. That's true. There you go. That's <laughs> yeah. like, so it's like if you're going to eat it, then you say, guess what? Pull up a bowl because you're eating too. Right. And yeah. then you can go, hi, babe. And then <laughs> nobody will smell it. <laughs> uh, then we had Aaron. He, I can't remember. I didn't write down what he made. Like, oh, so he did. As, wait, before we talk about what he made, let's yes. talk about what he had on. Because this is the kid. This is the, oh, yes. the 22-year-old that had those swordfish docker shorts. Hey, man. I uh, And he's 22 and he looks really young. Very young. Very, uh, very young. Did you, if, you, if uh, you're going out with a guy, he answers the door, uh, or he comes to your door, mm-hmm. and he's rocking those sweet Marlin little shorts, are you like, yes, please, or like, go back home, I'm change. just going like, that's really sweet. He's, he's super sweet, and that's pretty much it. Like, at that, at that point, you're probably going to go into the little bro zone. Oh, so yeah. yeah, that's like, we'll go out tonight, we'll have some fun, but it'll be a nice yeah, like, handshake. Yeah, let's go to Dave day. and Buster's, play some games. Just, <laughs> we're definitely not walking into a really nice, like, five star restaurant. I'll get you some tickets, we'll get you some spider rings. Yeah, <laughs> cotton candy, what else? <laughs> but no, that's not my cup of tea at all. Um, but he made his signature schnitzel. Yeah, I've never had schnitzel. I, uh, I don't schnitzel. Know. Yeah, I was a little. But, I mean, Chef Ramsey liked it yeah. enough to give him a four out of five. So, I mean, that's so, you feel like, all right, that's just the potential. But I was very curious. I wanted to, I wanted to check that out myself. Yeah. Now, uh, while we're talking about them doing the signature dishes, they have a live audience watching that. Did, I kind of like the addition of having the live audience in there. It certainly adds to the drama. Right. And makes it seem a little bit like you're really getting judged, not by Gordon Ramsay, but everybody else here is just looking to see either you're doing really well or you're sucking right. big time. And you get all those expressions like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we have next uh, Heather and uh, Polly. They both knock it out of the park with fives. I know, which was awesome because those were the first fives yeah. <laughs> for that challenge. Um, our single mother, sous chef Heather, she did her ribeye. Felt like she cooked it well, got that protein rocking very nicely. And then Polly, his was a... Uh, Biscotti crusted scallops, if I said that correctly. Interesting kind of flavor combination there for that. Yeah. I mean, I guess when you get the biscotti, it adds a little sweetness and texture to it. See, but the, here's the difference. We're talking a sous chef and an executive chef here. 
And those are the first fives that were given. So, I mean, those are definitely on higher standards than a culinary instructor. Oh, poor Pat, man. Getting no love. <laughs> Getting no love. Out the gate. Five yeah. <laughs> perfect scores. Sous chef. Executive yeah. chef. That's like, great. I would expect them to, to knock it out of the park. I, I, I'm curious just what's in Gordon Ramsay's mind as he's eating those dishes for the first time and kind of sizing up everybody. Does he take those fives really into serious, serious considerations? Just like, all right, I need to keep my eyes on these people. Possibly. I think, I think actually service probably has a lot to do with it as well. Because as we see, somebody did horribly in the signature dish and they did really well in service. Yeah. One of my girls. Well, because you feel like, I mean, as Gordon Ramsay, he's, he knows everybody's background before they come on the show. I mean, he doesn't know how, they, how well they cook, but at least knows their cooking experience. True. So I wonder if he's already coming in with preconceived notions or he's able to kind of just like, okay, you may be a culinary instructor, but if you bring me a, like a five-star dish, all right, cool. I'll, I'll, I'll wipe, away my, wipe away my preconceived notions and be like, all right, let's see what you can do for me. I guess. I mean, at the end of the day, even someone who's doing really well in the beginning can slump to the bottom of the pit. Yeah. Mid midway through the competition, so yeah, and I feel like yeah, those you know you can kind of be a slow burner and then really come on strong at the end when when more people, as we've talked about before, as more people drop away and you have less places yeah. to hide, you and, either can step up or fall down. Yeah, and as they're more as the sequestered <laughs> gets extended, yes. as it gets longer and longer, some people just can't handle it, and I think that mentally can mess them up in the competition. You know, and I still, I and still there's feel, drama. But I still feel like people play this game wrong because I mean, sure, only one person can win the prize, but you're not going to win that prize by sandbagging everybody around you. You're, True. Because by the more you help out and you make sure everybody succeeds, I mean that's only going to benefit you in the long run. You know, people start. I mean, of course, he's going to have to eliminate people as it whittles down. But I mean, if he Gordon Ramsay sees like, hey, this guy's giving me good food and he's really supportive in the kitchen, why wouldn't I want this guy running my kitchen? Right. Right. Other than like how oh, this guy's, you know, he's always trying to sandbag people. He's throwing people under the bus. He's always, he's never drama. willing to accept responsibility. He's always looking to cast blame. Ooh, I love you. I love that you're saying those because just one name comes to mind when I think of all those. Nah, or ooh, I think we're gonna get Is to he that. next. Yeah. No, he's not next. Well, next we have he's Kimberly. Coming. <laughs> he's coming though. Yes, Kimberly. Uh, you know, I sixteen seasons oh, in. That was. Yes, she was the one that. Um, <laughs> I was surprised because this is executive chef and catering director at a Latin infused oh, sushi, sushi place, sushi truck. What does that? Truck. Hearing the words Latin infused sushi truck, does that excite you or like what is that? It makes me very nervous. Um, one, because when I think sushi and food truck, I'm not a fan of that. Um, when I think of raw stuff on a food truck, it's just not my thing. Um, Latin infused sushi, I'm assuming. They may not have raw stuff, but they just might roll it up, you know, or have like ceviche. I, I'm curious, but I would, you would order it, and I would taste some of your food. That's it. And it they, would and be they, that type of thing. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going all gung ho. Like, oh, let me get one of those. Let me get a two, a three, a four. And no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Take a quick little taste, and then you watch me for the rest of the night. I would to need see to see I pictures die. first. I would need to go on the website, look at the pictures, see the reviews. You know, Yelp. What most of us do when we're going to a new place. How for when you go on Yelp, do you only focus on the positive reviews, or do you start looking for all the negatives and trying to see like how recent they are? I look for all of it. Okay. I look for all of it. So I look at the negative ones. I look at the positive ones. I I look and dissect what the negative ones are because normally the negative ones are very specific. Sometimes they're negative just because 
they couldn't find parking or because service was really bad, but it could have been a bad day, you know? Yeah. So I take all that into consideration, but the pictures of the food. That's and me. then the good ones, a lot of times they have the same um, suggestions. Oh, that's right. They keep yeah, hitting so the, same the dish. more times I see that same one dish, I'm like, okay, I'm for sure trying that one. And it looks delicious. Well, at Kimberly, uh, I guess you wouldn't even have a chance to try her food because even though she works at a Latin-infused sushi truck, she decides not to cook any of that stuff that she does every day. Kind of might be a signature. She cooks. Uh, I, <laughs> what did you think about that? I don't. <laughs> well, she makes like I feel like the cardinal sin. Like how many cooking shows? I'm sure everybody's watched enough cooking shows now, or at least you know, or, yeah, everybody's seen enough to know that you never cook. With store-bought ingredients, if you can help it. If you can make something fresh, that's a million times more successful. Yeah, she didn't hand-make the pasta nope. and then used canned clams. Oh, that sounds awful. We had a conversation before when I was talking about um, canned oysters versus fresh oysters. And could you imagine if someone was making like their signature dish with canned oysters? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that... I feel like that's all excuse. I've well, never I'm, even had canned clams. Have you? No, and I don't think okay. I want. I don't think I want to. <laughs> okay. You know, I, for me, I imagine that like anybody up through college. All right, fine. You know, times are tough. Money's tight. You know, if you got to make you know something, you want to try canned clams. All right, I mean, that's cool. yeah, there's no judgment there. But when no. you're a, an executive chef, holy shit, you should know now. better. You know better. Oof. But uh, Gordon is like, this is, I'm struggling to give this one a one. Right. So here's another, a different level of an executive chef. These other two, who is it? Um, Heather and Polly. Yeah. They're in restaurants. She's in a food truck. Oof. Yeah, I feel like it's weird to be calling yourself an executive chef of a food truck. So maybe, yeah, I'm thinking that's completely different. They're not on the same level. Yeah. And it doesn't mean, I mean, I'm going to do some more research to see what she did before that. To see yeah. if she was an executive chef at a restaurant and then decided to get a food truck game. I don't know. Is that backwards? Is that a know. downgrade? I don't know. I mean, like, when you look at, I mean, you're kind of your own boss. You get a way to, you know, kind of do your own thing. Not have to, Especially if you're not the top dog at a restaurant. But if that was her signature dish. Oof, it does not bode well. That's problems. That is big <laughs> problems right there. Oh. I don't. I don't know if it's better or worse than our boy Matt. Actually, I think it's better than what Matt did. Uh, well, yeah, but she went against Devin. Oh yes. Um, assistant manager. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I didn't understand if that was assistant manager of a restaurant or assistant manager of, you know, Dixie Cups. Assistant manager <laughs> of. I, they didn't make it clear, so I will make sure I do my homework on that to Fine, see what's your deal, Devin? His full background, yeah. but the bacon wrap scallops oh, yes. I thought was going to be. Nice. I, I mean, I don't know if you could really mess that up. He did. He did. I, I was like, okay, yeah, this is lackluster. They didn't even give us much um, camera time on that. No. I felt like it was such a, just like a failure of a dish that he's like, it's not even, it's not horrible enough to really like trash talk, but it's also, it's just, it's just like, ugh, whatever. And here we see uh, two people getting the same score. So the, the yes. two before got two fives and then the two after got two ones. Oof. One out of fives. Yeah, don't make your bacon wrap scallops unless you can execute. Yeah. I figured, man, especially anything you're going to cook, if that's something you know that Gordon Ramsay is going to have you cook in Hell's Kitchen, you got to make sure you yeah. get that on point. Or stay away from it. Oh, But yes. that's, that's what I'm saying, signature dishes. that I'm a little confused. I don't think a lot of them picked something that was really their signature. No. No, that's true. I mean, if we, I think that too many times they want to play, this is something that's going to kind of dazzle them. Which we saw with this next one, Matt. <laughs> Straight out of L.A., repping L.A. 
um, I want I want to be on your side really bad, but I feel some type of way um, after this week's episode oh, or last week's episode. Man, this is something I. Well, Matt, he comes up with the greatest thing. Like, of course, as Robin was saying, like, your signature dish. Like, why would you cook something that is really your signature? He decides, like, you know what? I've never made anything before, but a great chef should be able to take any ingredients and really impress him when I can take anything and make it taste good. He decides to do... He did uh, a dove breast. <sighs> dove... Wait, dove breast... Hold on. Boyonnaise. Bo- Boyonnaise. First of all, I didn't even hear him say dove until Chef Ramsay repeated it. Yeah. And he's like, wait, I mean, as in pigeon? Which, that, I'm just like, because that is not something that you find a lot as an ingredient. I don't know if I've ever heard anybody cooking dove before. So, I mean. And then doves are the sign of peace. (laughs) Why are you cooking them? I'm confused. But why is the Hell's Kitchen having dove in there, like, that he can find and use that to cook with? Is that a delicacy? I, not that I know of. <laughs> I'm confused all the way around. That is so weird to me. And then when he told him to describe it, this fool decided to use the word gamey. Oof, that's that was the that was the description mm, word he just so gamey. <laughs> gamey. Girl, come on, Matt. I was all the way confused. I'm sorry, Matt. I was not <laughs> rolling with you on this one, not at all. And then you were just as you were just as surprised to see if it was going to be good or not. No. Because I feel like with these signature dishes, they have to have an idea of what they're going to make. And they have to tell the, the show ahead of time so that production can kind of prep for that for them. So they just don't walk into a pantry and go like, all right, what am I going to make? They at least have some idea of what they right. make. So he had to have had this idea for a little while. Like, hey, I want to make a dove breast. And tell production. And then I'm sure they are in production. were like, a dove breast? What? Can you get that at Ralph's? I don't know where you go to get I a dove breast. I have way too many questions for this one because I... Yeah, where do you find dove breast? I want to know where Who that is. Who wants dove? Not, I've not heard anybody <laughs> until I heard this tonight. I've never heard anybody. And then had the nerves to tell Chef Ramsay had never made it before. So Chef Ramsay, you're my guinea pig. Like that's so disrespectful in my Oof. in my mind. That's very disrespectful. But in that situation, when you know you haven't made something, would you tell somebody that this is the first time you've made it for them? Or would you tell, like, oh, I make this all the time? I would wait until I see if they like it or not. <laughs> That's how I'm going to judge my response. That's true. That's true. If yeah. he liked it, I'm like, cool, it's my first time making it. And if he doesn't like it, I'd be like, yeah, sorry, it's my first time making it. I'd probably still say the same thing. <laughs> At no point where you say, I make this all the time. Yeah, this little dish. Yeah, I love this. I could do this with my eyes closed, hands tied behind my back. Ugh. So he got a one, you know, and that's a whopping like the, one out yeah, of five. I feel like Gordon should say when he makes the rules, like, and I also have if I really find your disatrocious, just to give you a zero. Just come on, I can't. Is he he can't give them zeros. No, that when he's made a one to five kind of scale. But I feel like at points when something is as terrible as that, it's like this is zero. Please, we're just wasting my time. Ah, Frankie said, "Gamey." No. That's, uh, yeah. That's like saying, ah, it smells a little rank. Like, I. <laughs> well, that's how I describe myself. Like, mm. <laughs> Nice and rank. Yeah, you if know. you're looking for me, just smell for the rank guy, and that's me. Mm. <laughs> but I feel like he's, he's got a military background. He just, his look, he's like his smile and his face kind of like, kind of goes up like this. Have you heard of John, <laughs> John B? No. Old school R&B um, singer. Yeah, he's he's a white guy that sang R and B back in the day, um, around Tupac days. But he looks like him with that little. Is this called a goatee? Oh yes. Or is this just the goatee? I think I think it's the because this I think 
No, this is the Fu Manchu, and this is the goatee. What? If you just do like the long mustache. What is that called? Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. Yeah. But if you just do the long mustache. Everyone says that? Yeah. That's not a Frank. It's not a Frankism? No, no. Fu Manchu. Fu Manchu. But then if you get like everything, then it's the goatee. So he's got the Fu Manchu goatee, or or he's got the goatee because it's all of it. Yeah. Yeah, he reminds me of John B. He just, he seems like he could be a little thuggish. Yeah. Even though John B. wasn't a thug, but he seems like. He's a little, he could be a little roughneck. Oof. Okay. I mean, you know, a little bit of spoiler. I mean, he's still around on the show. So right now, <laughs> how far into the season does he make it? I don't know. He's not, he's, I want to rep with him because he's repping Los Angeles. But tonight, well, not tonight, on this first episode, he took no accountability whatsoever. He didn't own up for anything. He was, he, it was straight crickets every time someone asked who cooked what he cooked. Yeah. Ugh. And I didn't appreciate it. Not no. once, but twice. Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know. I feel like it won't be too long before Chef Ramsay is utterly tired of his mess. Oh, yeah. I Please. I, I'm hoping, because his attitude just seems so irritating. Did you see how he approached him? Yes. Like he wanted to sock him or punch him in the face. Yeah, they, to, that they, body language. I was not a fan. I guess like, we'll, we'll, yeah, yeah, come, uh, like, yeah. okay. And then he said, "You can watch the cameras." Yeah. Like I just told him, <laughs> like, what? What was that line? Why are you thinking about cameras right now? That is so ridiculous to be thinking about production. That oh, so crazy. We'll get the good. I'm old surprised Matt. they didn't edit that part out. Honestly. Uh, just because it, yeah, that's true. Because you wonder, like, I'm sure he's not the first person that's but ever I mentioned the But I think because cameras. it probably really worked Chef Ramsay up. <laughs> if, I, yes. if I hear you mention cameras one more time. I'm going to get a GoPro and I'm going to stick it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying, sorry. So, uh, good old Matt, he uh, S's the bed, uh, as we like to say. Uh, and then we've got, uh, then I'm talking, it was uh, Ryan, right? Um, it was Matt and Aziza. Oh, Matt and Aziza. And she's the kitchen manager and mother of four, and she made the salmon. Oh, yes. That was, yeah, fine. Oh, my gosh, sorry. No, no worries. He's, he's so, so terrible. And then Aziza. She got two out of five yeah. with yeah. the salmon. I mean, I feel like there's so many ways to go about salmon. How can you, how can you mess that up? Yeah, I mean, for me, I like you know, just give me a nice little, like, uh, blackened they, salmon. Yeah, Boom, they didn't tell us how um, she prepared it. No. They didn't. They didn't tell us. So I'm wondering if it was like super bland or. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those layers. Like, man, yeah, you know, like you can kind of tell. Like one of those that just was like, this is not not offensive, but it's not anything remarkable. And it's just like, I'm just eating this. I tasted it. I gave you a little score. Let's move on. Right. There's not really much to talk about here. <laughs> but we do get to uh, to Ryan, the event chef, uh, who did the because uh, because the girls are are falling a little bit behind, uh, and so Ryan's got a chance to kind of you know push them in the lead a little bit there. And uh, she's an event chef. Seems intriguing. Yeah. From uh, Michigan. Yes. And she made, uh, what I like this dish. It was seared scallops with seasoned Rice Krispies for texture. <laughs> and he was questioning that. Yes. He was like, did you say Rice Krispies? And, and I, she's like, yep, with confidence. Oh, and I loved his face. I mean, that genuine smile and surprise at like eating something that he in his mind has already thought is going to be terrible. I feel like he definitely judged it before yes. he tasted it. Uh, and I, I love watching those little genuine moments when somebody of his caliber can be genuinely surprised by something that they've tasted. Like, whoa, I would never have thought 
that this pairing would work, and it and it does. Yeah, just his like she hit it out of the park. Yeah, it's like it's it's delicious. I wanted to try those. Oh yeah, I was so. I mean, just like that, even if, well, I mean, it's just, that's something that you want to just like that moment. You want to just like, all right, I've got that. At least I've got that with me. Whatever experience I may have in this show, however long I may last, for that moment, I was able to genuinely impress Gordon Ramsay. That's cool. That's got to be an amazing feeling. Yeah. First challenge. I would, I would take that moment and just that little moment and I'd have it like in a digital frame and loop it throughout my house. It's got to set the tone. <laughs> like, this it. is what I did. I walked <laughs> in there. And I conquered it all. That's right. Hey, I don't know if you saw this moment, right? Here. Yep, we see it all the time, Frank. Please stop. Please stop showing us this. <laughs> yes, we've Googled it. <laughs> and so Ryan was against Gennaro, who made yeah. the duck that just was all ducked up. It was, it was like all what connected was that all fat? I, I don't know what it was. Did he try to slice it and then he didn't quite cut it all the way? Because it seemed like it was all connected It together. just seemed like it was connected by some fat. Oof. I don't know what that was. Yeah, and he can't. He sounded so. It, it's uh, you sure it's not deaf? Nope, duck, stuck, stuck. That's terrible, terrible, Gennaro. What the duck? <laughs> what the duck, Gennaro? Oh, uh, and one thing about Johnny. After Ryan gets that really great score, uh, he showed just how classy he was. You know, it's really annoying when cute little Johnny? girls cook well. Oh, oh, Gennaro. Wait, wait. I'm... Right after Gennaro. Uh, yeah, but then it was uh, after Ryan got that five, and then they cut over to Johnny just for a little. Oh, away. cute little girls. He did say that little <sighs> comment. Yeah, I was like, easy. I tried to ignore it. I, I, I ignored it. Stay classy, Johnny. Yeah, yeah, way to go, buddy. Pretty cool. Oh, Johnny. Uh, yeah. I guess we also find that Johnny, of course, he's the head head chef of a kitchen of one. <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually really cute. So I guess in a way we're all head, head chefs, right? Yeah, I'm the head chef. Yeah, there you in go. In my uh, humble abode. I see those late night Instagram photos yeah, there. Yeah, yeah boom. You know, there I you cook go. up a little something. I'm there watching Maria. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we also, he went, uh, he went up against Jessica, correct? Yes. Yes, who got a one for a horrible risotto. Yeah, the single mother of one in the university chef did a risotto that wasn't so good. Yeah, and Jenny uses a dish that had mushrooms in it, and the mushrooms were terrible. Oh wait, no, hold on. After Brian and 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 Gennaro, it was Shayna and Coop. Oh okay. So Shayna did the salmon on croup, mm. and Coop did the pork cheek. Oh, there you go. So Coop did a four out of five. He liked yeah. it, and he was wondering why he picked pork cheek so it sounded like that was something new for him to make too wasn't like he or he said i just like to do new things and hope people will want to try it yeah which i liked his i uh, coop right there is like all right i'm I'm willing to go with you and see where you've got for me this season coop i kind of like him i like his name yeah he's kind of understated uh and his rationale for why he cooked what he did was you know pretty nice so yeah i'm willing to go with that. four out of five was good and shana got a three out of five for her salmon on coop and then it was jessica versus andrew Ah, okay uh, so that's when Jessica did the risotto, and Andrew did the pan roasted halibut with roasted mushrooms, butter poached leeks. And he's the one that had the mushrooms that weren't so good. Yeah, yeah. and he's the one that trained at Cordon Bleu. That's one of those like I would. And make, he's a sous chef. I would not say that unless you really know you can back up what you're cooking. Like, don't drop the Cordon Bleu in the name unless you like. But even as he's, he's you can tell he's been trained very well because as he describes his dish. It just sounds super legit. Like yeah. the pan roasted halibut, roasted mushrooms, butter poached leeks, and a saucy sauce or whatever he said. I don't remember yeah. what kind of sauce it was, but it just sounded so delicious. So for it to have fallen a little flat, I was like, oh, I feel all like, that money on that training. Oof. I feel like Gordon like relishes those moments to like, kind of just like <laughs> put, uh, push a hole 
in those people and just kind of deflate them a little bit. Like, yeah, those mushrooms were terrible. All right, see you later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. I know. I feel like that was definitely a a slap in the face yeah. about his training. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you, you still stink anyway. Because he threw it out there, and Chef Rams is like, oh, okay, expensive training. Yeah, and comes to show, it doesn't matter. No, no, no. you got to cook from the heart, as they say. What simple ingredients with a lot of heart can take you a long way. Exactly. And then we had Johnny and Heidi. Oh, yes. And uh, Heidi, yeah, Heidi ended up winning the day for them. Yeah, so she's the executive chef for Maine. Yeah, she got the other, she got four stars on the last one. Rick, what is it? Ricotta, Ricotta, Gnocchi. Yes. Oh, my God. I'll go with Gnocchi. I love it. It's I don't great. even know what Gnocchi is. It's those little uh, potato, uh, little, um, uh, little wedges, pasta, kind of potato based. Oh. Yeah. Well, it must have been really good. Mm, I bet it was. But even Johnny's steak, he, he did a ribeye. His was good as well. Not His was enough. simple. I think he had like green beans, carrots, and slices of the ribeye. Yeah. Not good enough, though. But as so. long as you make it nice. Yeah. doesn't even matter if it's a basic dish. If it's delicious and it's made correctly, you can get yourself a four or a five. A four or a five. I guess it's just like life. It's just like life, everybody. But in the end, my ladies <laughs> took it home. Who ran the world's up? <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they win. So they get to go out in a little party bus. They get to go eat some sushi. Gordon Ramsay's so excited about that. He's going to join them. I love that place. Yeah, I've never been there. Good I, stuff. I had my 30th birthday there. It's really nice. I didn't remember the getting an invite, but that's do- cool. Uh, I, I, don't, I didn't know you then. No, that's, you know, whose fault is that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next time. I promise. <laughs> but I'm not doing anything next year. As I talk to no, that's you, that's right. Yeah, he's just working. He's just working. Yeah, she's keeping him busy. He stays busy. That's right. <laughs> uh, so they get to have a fun night. Of course, there's always a punishment for the losing team, and the men draw the short straw this time, and they have to clean up everything that's been used for this kind of live signature dish competition, and restore it back into the Hell's Kitchen that we. I know mean, proper. from the audience tables and seats, the and bleachers, all that stuff, everything, back breaking chores. Good stuff. See, but it's good that the ladies won because the men, they got the muscles, supposedly, right? Oh, yeah. And, of course, as the women are off enjoying their time, the the men are either, like, struggling to carry stuff or they're giving Matt a hard time for his dumb (laughs) breast. And then everybody's harping on Pat. Oh, he's too old. He's never going to be able to keep up with those young guys. What's going on? Like, come on. That's so... I don't think that's fair. It's like I feel like that's low hanging fruit to criticize somebody with just because yeah. of their age. Get out of here! Yeah, what, what? Yeah, I think they were basing it off his performance as well, and then on top of that, they're like, "And you can't even like Oof. carry your weight." Yeah, no pun intended. Just <laughs> helping out. Well, you know, it's like Gordon does not do it Pat any favors. Like when he first comes up for the signature dish, and kind of really just wants to like Pat to really just dwell in the moment that he's a large man. That's great. Well, the funny part, he goes, I've got a few more inches. And immediately, Chef Ramsey is like, where? Because I know you're not talking about the bamboo. (laughs) So he's like, where? (laughs) He's like, stomach. He's like, oh, okay. Just making sure. There you go. Don't come for Chef Ramsey. No, no. Do not question your uh, your well-endowedness against him. (laughs) You know the part that I really liked um, for the Red Team during their challenge win enjoying their moment with uh chef ramsey at takami sushi is um scott and christina joined yes and so scott is the winner from season 12 and christina is the winner from season four what i enjoyed about the conversation that they had christina her idea of 
setting the tone for the entire competition was the signature dish challenge. And she said, if you win the signature dish challenge, you know, you're more than likely going to win the competition. She mm-hmm. basically said that. And then she looked at Scott like, did, did you win the signature? He's like, no, I didn't. I did horribly, actually. <laughs> so to get both sides of that, which made me feel good for uh, Jessica, I believe it was. Yes. Because she did really bad for the signature dish, but she did one hell of a job during service. Yeah. And it comes to show it doesn't matter. Like, you can't sit here and say there's a particular formula to how to win Hell's Kitchen. No, because you never know how nerves are going to treat somebody. And you exactly. Can just, that, that initial nerves can be kind of overwhelming. You kind of bite it on the signature dish. But you get it under control. You're like, all right, I got to recalibrate, get it under control, and then I can sell for the rest of the competition. Exactly. Hopefully that's Jessica's I case. would feel down if I did bad horribly in the signature dish and horribly during service. Oh, yeah. I would really feel some type of way. Absolutely. <laughs> I would, anything, especially if my signature dish included anything that Gordon Ramsay always cooks. If I botched that up, move, man, you would damn be sure I would not miss it up again for the rest of the time I'm in that show. Like, everything I would serve to him would be on point. Right, right. Oof, I'm not messing another scallop up. Forget it. That's why um, the ones who did really great with the ribeye, one of them did a ribeye um, during uh, service, too. So yeah. I was just making sure I'm like, you did good with it first. Don't mess it up now. <laughs> yes. Don't do it. Oh, no way. But yeah, there's no particular formula. But I'm glad they got to talk with Scott and Christina. Yeah. Kind of nice little inspiration. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of gives you like, yeah. You're, and as you're saying, that's so great to be able to have those contestants realize there's not just one way. There's multiple ways to get to that finish line. It does not matter. Yeah. Like, you may feel... Sh- you may feel some type of way about how the signature dish challenge happened, but it's just the beginning. Yeah. Because I, I, I have to feel like this first thing is like you can't necessarily win the whole contest in this show, but you could certainly give yourself a big, big mark on your... Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so we get into the service, and uh, Gordon Ramsay's pep talk, though, is he's saying, you know what? Uh, we I guarantee we are going to finish a service. It's going to happen. We'll see how well that turns out. I mean, you can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't say, yeah, we might not finish it. You yeah, gotta, right. you gotta yeah. say we're gonna finish it. Uh, and so we get Pat on risotto, and of course, Pat blows it right out of the gate. Come on, Pat. That already not showing promise. <laughs> and in his uh, OTF, his little interview, he's talking about how well, you know, he can do his risotto and everything. Mm. Bless That's, him. See, I, I, more often than not, anytime they show that bite, that is just setting that person up for failure when they I go know. up to the pass. I know. That's like, all right, Gordon's going to taste it, and he's going he to He said it looked it. like a pot of vomit. Yeah. <laughs> he said, how did you even manage to make it look like <laughs> pot of vomit? And, I mean, when I saw it up at the pass, it did not look good. And that, that all of a sudden, like, Pat, come on. As a culinary instructor, or even just as a, a person with eyes, how do you think oh, that damn, that with eyes? Yes. How do you think that that is like a, the proper look for risotto? Come yeah. on. Um, Polly came to the rescue by refiring it. Yes. By himself with no help. No, you know I'll give Polly uh, a lot of props to this episode. I know things didn't go his way, and he was catching a lot of heat. But, but... he's a grown adult, and he took accountability yes. and responsibility for his actions because he's a grown man yeah you wanted a grown butt man a grown butt man and he (laughs) said it he said well he said grown effing man yeah but he said it and i love him for that the part that irritated me to all heights of earth was that the second or third time around when he's doing his risotto here comes pat needs more salt needs more salt needs more salt if you don't back up 
Yes. You weren't able to do the risotto. So don't bring your little salty fingertips over here trying to mess up and sabotage my risotto. Especially when they eat it the next thing. Everybody come over here. Try this. What's wrong with it? It's too salty. It's too salty. Pat, what are you doing? Ugh. Somebody tie Pat's fingers and, up. And Paulie's so, he's so respectful. He's so nice. You know, he you see him, he's like, I got it. He's like trying to tell him, like, I got it. So like, man, back off. Yes. It's like, the second time he came, I would have hit him with an elbow. I would have hit him with an elbow. No, 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 we're good. I got this. Yeah. We're good. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. But let me taste it. <laughs> Exactly. You, you can't do risotto tonight. You're 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 banned from risotto tonight. So don't come over here trying to tell me how to make my risotto. Yeah, especially I mean, as a culinary instructor, you should know you got to be able to you know you got to let the people, the students, do it for themselves and see how mm-hmm. it works, and then you're in there to help them afterwards. But don't along the way. Is he like that in his classroom? So bad. More, I imagine him going through his class, throwing just salt and everybody else. Can you imagine? Ugh, thanks, Pat. I, I was just confused by his level of confidence after he effed up the risotto. But yeah. he had so much confidence to help him with the risotto. It's just kind of like, no, I'm going to need you to take a seat. Several, Several. seats. Several. <laughs> <laughs> and buckle up for safety. <laughs> Don't come over here. But while the blue team is struggling, though, your girls on the red team, they're coming on strong. Yes. Yes. I, I feel like maybe probably much like all the seasons of Hell's Kitchen, this is probably one of the strongest first set services I've ever seen on the show. I know. And they finished. Yeah. And Jessica and finished did her scallops great. You always There's always that moment when you take it to pass, to the pass, where you kind of hold your breath for a second mm-hmm. as Chef Ramsey's checking it. And then he's like, all right. Good job. Yes. And we're like, all right, let's go. Let's go, ladies. Let's do Man, this. That is just got to be such a high-pressure situation to be in because I feel like you can never, not for one second, can you just kind of kick back and relax for a moment. You've got to be on top of your game every 24/7. single second. You have to be on point. And it's just like a constant, like, just like your heartbeat racing to, to get that sign of approval, and then it can drop for a second, and then you're cooking, 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 and then you got to get a little, little... And they were communicating great. That Man, I can Oh, Communication man. is key. It is. And that's in life in general, okay? At work, in your relationships. Oh, I thought my thing died. Um, yeah. <laughs> period. Communication is great. It seemed as if the blue team was communicating. Well, I mean, we can get in. We talked a little bit earlier, but we got my uh, we got uh, Matt in there uh, cooking. Things are coming up to the past wrong. Gordon's like, hey, who's cooking this stuff? And Matt's just sitting there like a dum-dum. Crickets. Not saying a word. Own up to your stuff, buddy. Well, then another thing is, was it Polly? Um, the the first set of scallops. I don't know if it was Polly. It was I. Um, I'm not sure. But he's asking for the scallops. And oh, Andrew's on. It was on Andrew. That. Yes. Okay. So Chef is, Chef Ramsey's asking for the scallops. Andrew was ready to take it to the pass. Matt goes. No, they're not ready. He's like, where's the scallops? He's like, they're not ready, chef. I'm not going to send up raw uh, scallops. And Andrew and his own, he's like, they're not raw. Like, it's 90 seconds and they're good, right? So, in my mind, Matt to the rescue, right? I'm going to finish cooking the scallops because you, Andrew, are going to send them up raw. Yes. Okay, time goes by and now the scallops go to the past and they're still raw. (laughs) No. What did you do? He did. What did you do? No, what did you do? Just low heat, just really low heat on there. Just give it a little. Was kiss. the fire on, or was it the same condition from when you? So imagine if Andrew would have sent them up. 
Oh, yeah. It would have just, you know, that, oof, that would have been awful. Yeah. That was the part I was confused. I was like, I thought you were saving the scallops. Yeah. What happened? And it, it, it just, like, did nothing. Like, Matt, you did nothing Who with cooked this. them? Oh. We did. Neither one of them could say we did. No, I just, like, just say something. And he was just so quiet. And then Gordon calls him up, and he just gets... He, afterwards, he tried to say, I'm in the military. That's how we talk. But he just was just so up in Gordon's face. That's like, no, just you got to. Yeah, I was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, you just got to just Chef was like, unfold your arms. I was like, yeah, you tell him. Yeah, you check the camera. <laughs> <laughs> that part, that part killed me. I was oh. just kind of like, ooh, check the cameras. Okay. And then uh, I do like Gordon saying to him about that. It's like, you can cook it or you can F off. Cook it or F off. And if I hear talk about a camera again, I'll stick a GoPro somewhere. Oh, I loved he it. He must have been saying that a lot. He must have been repeating the whole camera thing a lot. Yeah, which that's got to be so annoying. That is, gotta, Especially for Gordon after 16 seasons in on the show. It's like, you get it. There's cameras. This is not a football them. game. You yeah. can't do a replay. Yes. You can't check it right then and there. Like, that's what we don't do in production. Oh. You just keep it rolling. So annoying. It gets chopped and screwed later. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to screw up and twist your words later. And, <laughs> and eventually, I mean, the bread team just excels through everything. The blue team blows it so bad that Gordon has to throw the blue team out. I know. Uh, but the women have one of the best openings in Hell's Kitchen, and uh, they are able to finish their service. So at least one team was able to complete a service. I know, I know. So strongly, too. There's no question. They just nailed it from top to bottom. Does it? Is it, Okay, so out of all the one, the first episodes of all the seasons, yeah, the first kitchen service... It's traditionally terrible from like both, both sides. Yeah, both teams end up getting thrown out. More, I can't. I can't think of another time where somebody, where a team has finished this strongly. I don't think anybody has ever. Finished I think this I did hear the host or the little voiceover saying, "Like first in history, good first service." He said, "One of the best openings in Hell Kitchen, Hell's Kitchen history." Yeah, I have, to, I have to think it's probably the best. I can't remember one that has impressed me this much. Get it, girls. They got it. Get it. Uh, it's so bad for the guys that usually after a competition, Ramsey will bring him into the kitchen. and kind of want to see them. No, nope, didn't even let the guys come back into the kitchen. Just choose them out in the hallway. He said, stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You guys aren't coming back in that easily. I'm going to chew you out. You're in the hallway. Uh, and you guys got to nominate two people. And uh, I'm going to be sending the boot to at least one of you guys. I'd like to send the boot to all of you at this point. Now, but, the way they started deliberating, did you... Did you like the fact that first they were saying Polly and Matt, Polly and Matt, or Pat, Pat, yeah, Polly yeah, and Pat, Pat. Man, Polly it's... and Pat, excuse me, Pat, Pat. Um, and then finally, someone's like, "Hey, we should not be putting Polly in there." Yeah, I mean, because I, again, it cut away to what you're saying about Polly is that he just took accountability and he nominated himself. He's like, "Yeah, he you know, did." I, See, I now know that I seems it. like somebody honorable. I would think he served in some kind of you know military or anything yeah. more than Matt. And, of course, you saw, like, Johnny was the, the ringleader of this, but it seemed to be a very much general consensus in the, in the room that it was like, hey, he's one of the best chefs. He stood up for it. He knows that he did wrong on this, but he's one of our best chefs. We can't get rid of him. I feel like that's like if you own up to your mistakes and you and you know they have the ability to back it up, people exactly. are going to be forgiving of that. I thought Matt should have been in there hands down from the beginning. The fact that no one really was thinking that yeah. collectively, I was surprised. That really surprised me, especially, and it's always tough to figure out, like, how much of it do you base on cooking? How much do you base on it on personality as well? Because, I mean, certainly the way he interacted with Ramsey was not somebody that you'd want on your team on a regular basis. Like, you know, this guy's no, going to be after our first service. you might blow it for us. Yeah. Can't do that. Uh, what I did like is that somebody, which the one thing with uh, the, there is so many people smoke on this show. 
Oh, yeah. He's like, you want to take a smoke? You want to get, sm- <laughs> get a smoke in before we go and face him? <laughs> like, of course, guys. Please. Because you, it was like. If the I majority could, of them smoke then. Yeah. If I could, if we, we should make a Hell's Kitchen bingo where we get like those cliches and that I was like, cross that one, cross that. Yep. We got to get a smoke in. Yep. Cross it off the list. That is so funny. Oh, yeah. And now we just got to have somebody acting ridiculous in the hot tub, which I think we're going to get next episode. So. Girl. Cross that off the list. Girl. Uh, so they come in, they do nominate Matt and Polly. Uh, or excuse me, Matt and Pat. Matt and Pat. Matt and Pat. Matt and Pat get nominated. Too many ats. Yeah. In one kitchen. You know, One's got to go. I, I, certainly, both of them didn't really, they didn't impress at all in their cooking ability. But I feel like Matt was just so insubordinate in the kitchen. Pat was just a doofus. Is that more of a front to get get kicked out of the competition than Matt? I feel like it should have been... I, I want to say I kind of wanted it to be Matt, but I wanted it to be Pat more. Only because he had confidence when he didn't need it. Yeah. That part really irritated me. And I think there's so much more to Matt. I want to just see, I want to see him peel like a little onion a little more. I want to see the layers. I want to see the layers. There's got to be some layers. Uh, And I feel like they're going to keep him around because he's going to be a little drama filled. So I, I would predict, uh, you know, I guess as well, we'll get to that in a second. So Pat gets the boot. Pat also does not know how to exit the, <laughs> the restaurant bless as well. Bless his heart. For real, bless him. Like The first time I've ever seen this where somebody did not know the right way to exit. For a second, he turned around really fast when Chef Ramsey was like, Pat, like, did you change your mind? Huh? Yes. The door is that way. Like, where are you going, sir? Oh, yes. And then I did like, did like Pat's his farewell where he's like, you know what? I'm going to have to go hide for a while uh, just so I'm not around my students. I feel him. I feel Pat's. that. Like, I, they are rooting for you and to, to know that you got kicked off first. And that everybody thinks that you're incompetent and you're supposed to be a, They're a going teacher. to see this, though. They're, they're, they saw the first episode, though, Yeah, Pat. So just take your L, take it with pride, and learn from it. Yeah, but enjoy that few weeks of hiding. I wonder. <laughs> I know. I wonder where he went. We're on Pat Watch, everybody. I mean, I figure, like he, Pat, Pat's on vacation right now somewhere. I'm sure hiding out after everybody's seen this episode. Well, hopefully he's on the beach somewhere with his feet kicked up, dropping salt, and, and not having to cook for anybody. Having people cook for him. Salt, 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 <laughs> salt, 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 salt. Throwing shade That's... and salt. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, we'll do a quick round of predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Now, we talked about Matt there for a second, and so I predict Matt is going to be the first person that's going to get moved over to the girls' team because he's going to be so irritating to the blue team. Ramsey will get him over there first before he boots him out. I think you might be right, but he's definitely not going to last on the girls' team. No. They're not going to like him at all. Um, I'm concerned about Gia. I know we see for the next episode she's getting a little loosey-goosey with all the men, but... Her voice, I don't know. I just, I feel like she's, yeah, she's going to do it for the girls. And I think both guys and girls are going to be tired of her. I feel like that promo, though, is with many Hell's Kitchen promos. There's a lot of smoke but no fire to a lot of these promos. And I feel like that's the same. They're really playing this up, but it's ultimately not going to be much of a thing. We'll see. Uh, uh, Quick, uh, all right, so before we go, based on this episode, your choice for winner of the season. One person. One person. Just call your shot right now. It can change throughout the season as people get eliminated. Um, 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 I think <laughs> I I think Heather or okay, I just one person. Just one person. Give it to me. For today. Just for today. It could change next week if things change, but okay, yeah, call Heather. your shot. 
Heather? All mm-hmm. right, I'm going with Ryan. I was impressed by your Rice Krispies with the scallops. I'm going with Ryan. All right. So, but I, I think can, we're, I can, I'm happy with either one of them. Yeah. So I feel like you'll wait. But you notice they're girls. I, I was they're about to say girls. that. At least, yeah, we may not agree <laughs> on who we're thinking is the winner, but we both agreed somebody from the red team. Yep. Fire. So that's going to do it for this episode of the MasterChef. Not MasterChef. That was le- that was a few weeks ago. <laughs> this is Hell's Kitchen. Oh, I, Gordon Ramsay, we love you no matter what show you're on. But this one is the Hell's <laughs> Kitchen after show. So as always, folks, like, like us on Facebook. Give us those five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hop in the chat. We're going to get the chat rolling, too, during the course of these episodes. If you want to continue the conversation with us even after the show's over, Robin, where can they find you? Oh, and also you can find us earlier these next weeks. We'll be um, yes. 6 p.m. That's right. We'll be yeah 6 p.m. Pacific time. We'll be doing a little early one. This is like for the late night lo- for the late night lovers. Yeah, late night lovers. Mm, that's right. Um, I'm your girl Robin with the V McSweeney, and you can find me at B Stays Busy. And you can follow me on Twitter at Happy Go Jackie. Make sure you tweet the Poet Saint uh, at the Poet Saint to let him know how disappointed you are that he wasn't here for the first episode, but he'll be back here next week. Until then, folks, we'll see you next week at 6 p.m. Pacific time for the Master Chef After Show. Um, Hell's Kitchen. Hell's but yeah. Kitchen. Son of a. <laughs> Hell's Kitchen After Show here on After Buzz TV. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire After Buzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.